Hello and welcome to AFL Exchange Extra. Another big show today. And you'll never believe it, Sarah and Riley. It's a great set of questions we've got in. That's lucky because we had to do them. Um... We did, did we? All right. A few questions <laughs> that have come through. <laughs> Connor, how poorly would the wildcard finals format go down with the AFL traditionalists? Yeah, not for mine. I think we saw a few of the pitfalls of the wildcard uh, formula on the weekend in the NAB League where we saw three or four of the best teams get knocked out. And now there are some teams that deserve to be in there via getting there, but some of the best players aren't playing Although, now for the rest of the season. So wildcard on the weekend would have been Richmond against St Kilda and Bulldogs against Carlton. See, Bulldogs against Carlton. I don't mind that to get the Blues back in. It to wouldn't have the been. Eight. It wouldn't. Have, I don't agree with it, but it wouldn't have been the worst way to spend a Friday and a Saturday night. Yeah, but like people can't get their head around two empty days of their life. <laughs> like you get to Monday, and then you, the finals three days away. Oh I no, I like it. I like the pre-finals. By I'm just saying that it still would have been a, like there's two games. It still would have been a relatively. It's an extra game. It's you, you basically rule out that team of making the, the grand final by playing the extra game. It's a complete disadvantage to them. So they enter. Yeah. You enter the finals having played an extra game. Mm. You're, you're absolutely no chance of well, getting anywhere. Well, Chris Fagan cracked it over the weekend because he said that he didn't agree. He he thought that the the benefit of making the top four goes away. I mean, this is what it would have done essentially. Like it would have. Would have made it a bit more difficult for the teams who finished 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th to make finals, to make the grand final, to go all the way, like the Bulldogs did last year. All right. Lee, Locke wants to know if Cooper Harvey, sorry, if Cooper Harvey will get drafted and at what pick. I think he's a chance to get picked, probably as a rookie or later selection for North Melbourne under the father-son rule. Of course, his dad is Brent, 430 odd gamer. I was going to say, did he, did he reach the threshold, Brent? <laughs> yeah, he just four times over. He can actually be picked four times this, this <laughs> In a different world, those two could have played in the same team. He is still so fit, Boomer. Mm. He is. He's ripped. Bra. Bra. Bravis. If Archie Perkins is taking number five, who gets Lloyd and Hurley's number 18 Ooh. at the Dons? That's a good question. Who would you give it to, Cal? Harry Jones. Well, 23 is a very famous number at Essendon as well mm. with Ken Fraser, but... Uh, Lloyd and Hurley and Paul Vanhaar is 18 pretty strong there. What about Zach Reed? He's 31. Pretty mm. famous number two. Mm, that's true. All right. The AFL, this is more of a statement from Spiro. The AFL should take the All-Australian 22 versus the next best 22 after final seriously. So basically he's saying, I think, um, in statement form, asking us a question, should the AFL release its 22 after the finals as well. It's best 22 of the season. It's not a bad point. But you're, but the All-Australian, is, it's it's similar to the uh, NBA MVP versus the NBA finals MVP. Mm. Like the, the most valuable player throughout the home and away season isn't necessarily the most valuable player after the finals, which, yes, it makes sense, but also the award is based on the home and away season. And the other part of that is we just haven't got to that point yet where the Gary Ayers medal carries any... Wait yeah. as yet. Only with time do these things I'm not sure garner that, that. I'm not sure the Garriers medal is it's a little bit voted forward. on. Yeah, correctly. I mean, maybe it should just be a panel of five people that 
get together after the final series and vote who is the most. Because I mean, if you do it, the Western Bull- the Western Bulldogs had a high have a higher chance of winning the Garriers Medal last year than a Melbourne player did. If you know what I mean, because yes, they play more games. Game, so, Elliot Dunstan, Setterfield, Dow tearing it up in the twos. Why are they wasting time in the twos? Because they're not being picked in the ones. I guess his point is why that that club. Well, Luke Dunstan's gone from St Kilda to Melbourne. He could easily play in a final if something happens to yeah. one of their guys. So the appeal for him would be being at that club, and St Kilda wasn't that keen to keep him. Setterfield and Dow at different positions. What about Dow? What are you hearing there, hearing there, Riles? Is he going to stay? I think he'll stay if he obviously is contracted. So if he doesn't find another club, then he'll stay. He needs to find a taker. Yeah, if he finds a club, then I think he'll go. And I think it'll be not reciprocal. That's the way, not way of saying it. It might be good it, for him, though, yeah, a fresh I start. Think, I think yeah, I think would be okay for letting him go. Reese, where will Siggy go on their <laughs> off-season trip? Ooh. Ibiza with the... <laughs> We're going to Ibiza. Somewhere with water. Somewhere with a bit of sun. <laughs> so he doesn't have to take his little hat off. Siggy can't be sitting economy. He'd be pink after a suntan. I don't <laughs> think he'd lather up in sunscreen. <laughs> uh, Big wants to know, who's our favourite player who is too good for the twos but just couldn't cut it at AFL level? Oh, that's a good one. Mark Bullen for me. One of the great handballs. Bullen to Hurd. 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 <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever thought about this enough to have a favourite player. Um... It's a great question. Come on, Riley. I'm sure there's a Carlton player over time that dominated week in, week out. Callum Beasy. <laughs> Callum Chambers. Uh, should the Suns look to replace Rankin with Darcy Parrish? <laughs> forward. I love oh, our Darcy Parrish good. questions. It's always good. Should preseason draft picks be tradable to get lower-ranked clubs involved? Everything should be tradable. Yeah, that one's from Jamie. I don't mind that one. Preseason draft exists as a equalisation mechanism to help those clubs an extra advantage to be last. So why not make that tradable and make it an asset for them to be able to move it? I tell you what, though, like you'd have to know, you'd have to be pretty confident that <laughs> <laughs> to trade a preseason pick that the player you want to get is going to be there. Yes, you're doing a fair commitment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing the deal, Elliot. If Darcy Parish became a, a coach. Would it be easier being a key position forward? <laughs> really get that one. Hold on, can we just go back to the preseason thing at the moment, though? The, the, what that doesn't allow you to do, I've just had a thought, what that doesn't allow you to do is it's a pretty big disadvantage. So can you imagine if... So there's, a, there's a world there where Adelaide essentially trades with North Melbourne and not Gold Coast for Isaac Rankin. Yes. That's where it doesn't make sense. Like, So if Adelaide go, oh, we'll give you a second-round pick for pick one in the preseason draft, like, what, North Melbourne say, well, yeah, okay. We'll do that, and then essentially give up a second round pick for Isaac Rankin. Like it doesn't, and Gold Coast get nothing. It doesn't really. Maybe, maybe that actually doesn't work. Everything's not tradable. <laughs> nothing, nothing is tradable. <laughs> All trades. Call off the trades. <laughs> <laughs> Call off exchange. We'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Nat Edwards. 
The only place to get your daily footy news inside 20 minutes is on AFL Daily. Get the jump on other fans each weekday morning as AFL Daily sets the agenda on footy's biggest stories. A no-holds-barred, introspective look at the AFL world hits your podcast inbox each morning at 7.30. So subscribe to AFL Daily wherever you get your podcasts to never miss a moment.